You are listening to Sport Tracks on SAFM. We're about to take a different kind of drive, one that spans continents over a decade, and it's all for a good cause. Robin Lewis, half of the dynamic Nelspray duo, is on the line to chat about their 10-year drive to save lives through stem cell donation awareness. Robin, before we jump in, I've got to ask, with a journey like that, I hope you've got some lekker mixtape ready, maybe some Mendoza on there. <laughs> How's it dry? Yes, no, we've also always got good music um, ready in the van, so we 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 always always get to go, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, you can't drive you can't drive far distances without having good beats. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah. On a serious yeah. note, now, yeah. welcome to SFM Sport Tracks. Thank you so much. I'm going to dive right in. First off, kudos to you and Yolandi for taking on Thank such an impactful mission. I mean, what was that moment that made you both say, this is what we're, we're going to do, we're doing this? Well, there wasn't really a moment. It was actually a series of events that um, actually led up to it. Uh, a couple of years ago, I got diagnosed with a rare and incurable disease called Fanconi anemia. And I also got diagnosed with leukemia, which is blood cancer. And I had to undergo a stem cell transplant. Um, it was my only option, uh, my only chance at life. And fortunately for me, I had one single match in the whole world, um, and without that match, I would not be here today. So that's kind of um, mostly part of the inspiration that led to this journey. And then uh, about two years later, um, we met two South African girls, um, young girls, age 9 mm-hmm. and 11, and that was part of a support group. They also needed stem cell transplants, um, but unfortunately they did not have a match. And that was because a lack of diversity on the registry. Um, mm-hmm. Ethnicity plays a very big role in actually matching up patients to donors. And these two girls were two black South African um, um, girls. And the... the the sign-ups um, across the world. So European countries are mostly signed up. So Caucasian people have a 1 to 100,000 chance of being matched um, to, to donors. Um, any of the other races, any of the other ethnicities across the world only have a 1 to 400,000 chance of being matched up. So that inspired the 64-country journey so that we can add diversity to the registry. Sure. I mean, traveling through 64 countries is no small feat. Any particular spot you're especially keen to visit, maybe somewhere with a nice fed cook or a burubor stand? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely in South Africa, there's lots of those. Um, But yeah, some of the countries that stand out, Rwanda um, seems to to be interesting. Uh, Morocco is one of my wife's um, top tens. Um, and then the Asian countries as well, it's, uh, it sounds like it's going to be very interesting. But Africa, obviously, the first challenge, um, there's, there's mm. quite, quite a bit of, uh, a couple of years it's actually going to take to get through Africa. Um, we spend about two and a half months, or we plan to spend about two and a half months per country, but South Africa will be a little bit more. We've already taken on Eswatini, and it went fantastic. We got a lot of stem cell donors to sign up on that side. And we've just entered mm. back into SA. Um, at the moment, we're based in Kwesibai, and we'll be leaving here tomorrow towards Sudwana. Yeah. So you're covering quite a distance. How are you preparing for the physical and mental challenge of this journey? I'd say it's 112,000 kilometers if you go on, if you stay on the route all the time, and obviously you don't. 
Um, you've got to veer off track every now and then. Um, and we've done quite a bit of planning, um, obviously years of planning, uh, around five years. Um, and getting mentally prepared for it. Number one, you've got to get um, get the idea of living in a very small space. Um, that you've got to get that um, that settled. So we, we kind of downsized as we went and made sure that we got rid of um, most of the things we don't need as we went along um, and kind of minima, minimized on all of our stuff. And then eventually you get to a point where you realize that this might be a dangerous mission to take on. Um, and then you start researching uh, places not to go and places mm. to obviously skip. And that's where you get a little bit nervous because you've got to read the, the bad news and you've got to see what's going on in the world. Um, mm. But we've done tons of research when it comes to border crossings. Um, you know, obviously you get places that, that are less corrupt than others. Um, so we try and... Um, we try to plan our routes accordingly and then try to stay away from countries that would possibly um, bring us any harm. So there's there's a lot of planning mm. involved and uh, obviously a lot of stress and then financial stress is also another thing. You're leaving your secure <laughs> income behind mm. and you're going on the road and kind of just throwing yourself at the world's mercy um, and then hoping that you can you can survive on the outside. Um, but we've managed so far. We we run a small business, and we can um, we can keep our heads uh, above water as we go. Um, we've only been on the road now for about a month and two weeks. And mm. I think it's about a month and two weeks. And um, we still got another nine <laughs> nine <laughs> nine years and and a couple of months to go. Yeah, nine years and ten months to go. So yeah, yeah so that's it's still a long way. So, Robin, you're aiming to raise awareness about stem cell donation. Now, for many of South Africans, many of us, this might be a new topic. In a nutshell, what is stem cell donation? All right. So, um, it's, it's a very simple procedure, um, uh, registering as a stem cell donor, but the actual process is, is so simple. In the olden days, they used to extract bone marrow from the hip bone, which was quite invasive and obviously painful. Um, nowadays, all they do is once a patient is matched to a donor, um, the donor gets flown out um, at the SABMR, that's our partners, the South African Bone Marrow Registry, at their cost, um, and they go to the closest donation center. What then happens is you get a, like a booster shot that um, wakes up some of the stem cells to, to overproduce, so you've got extra stem cells in your blood. Um, what they then do is they put uh, a needle in your one arm, and they extract blood, they put it through a stem cell filtering machine, and they put the blood back into your other arm. So they're basically circulating your blood through the stem mm -hmm. cell filtering machine, filtering out the extra stem cells, and then you get everything back. So you've got all your blood, um, you've got uh, enough stem cells to go home with um, without side effects or anything like that, and they take those stem cells that they filtered out of the blood and they transplant that into the patient. That patient has a second chance at life, and you actually get to meet that person if you'd like to um, after three years, um, which is quite a, obviously an emotional moment for, for both of them. Yo, Robin, I must say your journey, both in spirit and on the road, is truly awe-inspiring. And I'm sure we are feeling all sorts of emotions right now. But we just want to say, before we pack our bags, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, more on SFM Sport Track. Robin, don't go too far. Maybe just enough to grab a rooibos tea or something. 
So okay. stay tuned. Uh, check if your passport is still valid. We'll be right back after these messages. You are listening to Sport Drags on SAFM. Welcome back. You're still tuned to me, Zaikan, on SFM, standing in for John Herica this Saturday evening. I hope you managed to grab a quick cuppa of your favorite drink or something. Uh, we're still connected with Robin Lewis, talking about that incredible 10-year drive to save lives. Robin, hope you managed to grab something and have a quick sip. Let's dive back into our chat. Um, I just want to ask you if you can humor us just a little bit. 10 years on the road. Are there any quirky roadside traditions you and Yolandi plan to start, maybe collecting souvenirs or, I don't know, trying out local dances, perhaps? <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, we've had a bit of Nkomboti the other day, um, which was ah. quite a fantastic uh, little adventure. Um, and we obviously try and network with the local communities as we pass through the areas, because um, getting connected with the local people, that just that gets you... It gets you where you want to be. They they show you what the the area is all about, and they they show you the ins and outs and the secret spots. So it's just amazing, and they share their traditions, um, and all of their um, their quirky, like you say, quirky traditions with us. Um, and mm. so far, um, we've only had good experiences on the oh. way, and we're open-minded, so we we're ready just to go with the flow. Uh, wherever life takes us, um, and see see what we can learn out of all of the ex- these experiences. Obviously, it's, it's quite a bit of an adventure. Um, we do have a couple of things of our own. You know, um, we've got a couple of games we play, as as because the mm. truck is really slow, goes <laughs> at 65 k's an hour. So you got to come up with ways to keep yourself entertained. Um, but yeah, so far we're loving it, and uh, no, it's just been awesome. So in your travels, right, you'll come across diverse cultures. How do you plan to approach and connect with the different communities to spread your message effectively? Because that's what you want. The first approach is mutual respect. Eh? Um, if you are respectful in any community all over the world, um, the possibility of you um, getting that in return would, would, would probably be pretty good. Um, so we kind of feel around um, and see what, are the do's and don'ts in a certain area. People obviously give you um, hints and tips and tricks. Uh, certain cultures have certain beliefs that you've got to stick to. Um, you've got to chat to the right people if you enter um, uh, a particular area, such as you can't just um, plan to set up a stem cell donor recruitment drive without approaching like the chieftains or without approaching a certain person. Um, and getting connected in the local community is all about just going there and just networking with everybody you meet, uh, just being friendly um, and, like I say, being respectful and open-minded to everybody's different um, opinions, beliefs, traditions. Um, and it, and it, once you do that, the whole world just opens up. And, and once they open up, um, you learn a lot more and you can achieve a lot more. Um, and for us to spread awareness on stem cell donation and signing up as stem cell donors, it's a difficult topic because a lot of people have traditional beliefs when in, in regards to blood, for instance, mm. um, because now with the stem cells, you're doing like, almost like a blood, um, uh, using blood to actually get those stem cells. So um, there's a lot of things we've got to work around, but so far we've just seen that if you are open and honest and respectful with everybody and you just speak slowly and you explain yourself um, like entirely and it, everybody just opens up and they kind of 
Um, once they get the picture, they understand exactly what it's about. And most people, um, once they hear the whole process, are, they're open to, to actually signing up and saving a life. Everybody wants us to save a life. I'm sure that you, yourself would be interested in saving a life. And if it's non, uh, if it's free of charge, it's non-invasive, um, why not? Um, it's <laughs> it's a no-brainer. So sure. for us, it's it's a really meaningful cause, and it gives us purpose in life. So yeah, we we really am to 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 get the show um, going, and we're heading off to KZN next. Uh, well, the next couple of towns in KZN, and we're looking forward to seeing what those communities have to share with us. Um, they all seem to want to share their beautiful places with us, so secret spots or whatever there is to see or do or the traditions. So it's just fantastic. Oh, it sounds fantastic. So we're a sports show after all. Any sports you're hoping to catch or even play while on the move, maybe a pick-up soccer game in Ghana or some cricket in India? Definitely, definitely. We're going to try out everything. Um, tonight <laughs> is obviously the rugby. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, we, we're obviously going to be behind South Africa all the way. But if we get the opportunity to, to play a little bit of soccer in Ghana, like you said, or, or whatever, we'll definitely throw ourselves into the sick of things and, and, and try and enjoy our lives and try and make it memorable experiences as we go. So we're going for anything. Um, like I say, we're open-minded and we like getting part of the community and, 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 and opening up to the heartbeat of whatever that area is. And, you know, I think our listeners might be wondering how they can help. What's the best way for South Africans to get involved or support your drive? Well, number one thing is if you can and if you are interested, sign up as a stem cell donor. You can go to the SABMR website. That's the South African Bone Marrow Registry. It's quite simple. You go onto their website and you say register. They send you a stem cell swap kit to your house. It's free of charge. You do the kit at your home, and, they, and then you send it back um, at their cost. So that's the first step, mm. and then you have a, a possibility of saving a life. With us, you can follow all of our social media media channels. Um, for instance, we've got a YouTube channel. Uh, it's at Numinous Expeditions. That's N-U-M-I-N-O-U-S-E-X-P-E-D-I-T. I-O-N-S, uh, Numinous Expeditions. Um, the project is called Matches on the Map, um, as we're trying to put matches on the map. Um, and you can also follow us on Facebook. It's at Numinous underscore Expeditions uh, or Numinous E. Um, and then we also have a backer buddy account that we're hoping that people would support. Um, 50% of the proceeds goes to actually testing all of the samples that we collect um, and then, which is the SABMR side, uh, 5% goes to the Fanconi Anemia Research Fund that are researching my specific disease. Mm. Um, it's quite a rare disease. And then uh, 45% goes to the maintenance of the vehicle. Um, diesel costs, uh, filters, uh, border crossing documentation, all of that. So um, that's also one thing they can check out. You can find that on Backer Buddy if you search matches on the map and uh, that should be easy um yeah and if 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 not you can just get into contact with us directly and it's quite a simple email address um, my personal email address is l.robinlewis at gmail.com so it's very easy l.robinlewis at gmail.com and if you ever wanted to help out or set up a stem cell donor recruitment drive in your area 
Um, you're also welcome to contact us. Um, we, we, I mean, we just set up wherever we are. Um, we've got a stand of our own with our own tables, and we just um, see how many people we can um, get on board with, with the project. So, yeah, the main point is signing up stem cell donors. So if, if you can spread awareness or, or tell people in your area that we're on our way, um, that would also help to get people there. We also run sure. the truck on used cooking oil, believe it or not. Um, wow. Otherwise, it would not be financially viable to run this truck on, on diesel. It's an 11-ton truck, so um, going up mountains, that's, she's a pretty thirsty girl. So we basically go around to fish and chip shops or fast food outlets and just get their old used cooking oil. That's also one way people can help when they come yeah. to the drives. If they know we're coming around, um, if they want to come and sign up as stem cell donors, they can also bring a five liter of old cooking oil or a two liter with, with, with them. And that helps quite a lot because we can just throw it in the tank and keep driving. Oh, what a lovely chat. Thank you so much, Robin. What a drive you're embarking on. And I hope that your story is amplified and we'll, we'll chat again along your way as well. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me and the opportunity to, to share the message. Well, there you have it. Robin Lewis, co-owner and director of Earthling. They have a 10-year drive to save lives. What a mission. What a purpose. Yo.